and welcome back to the Modern Court Reporter podcast, where we discuss all things court reporting. As always, I'm Dan Malgren. And I'm Darlene Williams. In today's episode, Darlene and I are honored to be joined by Kathy DiLorenzo. Kathy is the current director of court reporting for Planet Depots. She is a recognized leader in the court reporting industry with more than 40 years of experience, including dedicating more than 20 years of her illustrious career to the National Court Reporters Association, culminating as its president from 2007 to 2008. Kathy oversees the recruiting, vetting, and onboarding of Planet Depots' talented team of professional court reporters. Welcome, Kathy. Hello, Dan. I'm happy to be here. Welcome to our podcast, Kathy. We're delighted to have you with us. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, would you tell our listeners a little bit about your background, such as how you came to court reporting, where you attend a court reporting school, and what your reporting career has looked like over these past 40 plus years? Sure. Thank you, Darlene. In March of next year, I will mark 40 years in the business. Um, When I was a senior in high school, my business teachers encouraged me to apply for a full scholarship in court reporting offered by one of our local business colleges in Pittsburgh, which is where I live. They felt that court reporting would be a good career path for me because I was an extraordinarily fast typist. I would find out many years later that being a successful court reporter really has nothing to do with being able to type fast, but rather being able to process words quickly. And yes, I did end up winning the scholarship and so decided I would give it a shot. I finished court reporting school in 18 months and began freelancing in Pittsburgh. It was in my fifth year that I was presented with an opportunity to train to become one of the first real-time captioners in the country. That was back in the mid-1980s. You know, looking back, I know now that this was a pivotal point in my career because at that time, real-time was brand new and By default, I became one of a small handful of reporters who traveled the country teaching real-time. I actually co-authored a real-time book that was used by thousands of reporters to retool their writing for real-time translation. I remained in the captioning industry for 20 years, at which point I transitioned back over into legal and have remained ever since. I'm happy to say that I've been with Planet Depots for about eight years now as Director of Court Reporting. Thanks for sharing your history, Kathy. I know we all have a unique story to tell, and yours is certainly inspiring. Kathy, can you explain to our listeners how COVID has affected or changed the dynamic of court reporting? Oh, my. Well, like most professions, to say that COVID has changed the way court reporters work is an understatement, clearly. There have been both positive and negative changes, though I will say that the reporters who work with Planet Depots did a remarkable job in adjusting quickly to remote depositions. Most any reporter will tell you that pre-COVID, they always preferred in-person proceedings to telephonic or video conference proceedings. There's nothing like being there up close and personal with counsel and the witness But after a dramatic downturn in proceedings immediately following the shutdown, it was clear that if the work were to return, it would be done remotely. Reporters had to quickly get set up to handle handle proceedings remotely, adjust to working from home, 
purchase extra equipment such as extra computers, enhanced audio systems, microphones, recording devices, and the other ancillary equipment that would best, if you will, bring the proceedings into their homes. And as I said, the reporters that we work with did an amazing job in adapting quickly to these remote proceedings. You might not be surprised to learn that most every reporter I talk to loves working from home, primarily because it gives them the gift of time, not having to spend time commuting to and from the job. In the larger metropolitan areas like Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, and Chicago, court reporters have been freed up uh, as many as four to five hours from their daily commute. That's that's quite an impact in any given day, much less five days a week. Let's focus for a moment on how professionalism has been impacted by COVID, and then we'll talk about professionalism overall. Kathy, would you share your observations on how reporter professionalism has taken a hit with COVID, whether it be how transcripts are impacted, reporter attitudes, et cetera? That's a really good question, Darlene. We're now, what, 10 months in, and, and I can tell you this, from what I've seen, whatever level of professionalism a court reporter had prior to COVID carried over to remote reporting. And what I mean by that is this, reporters who invested in professionalism over the course of their careers in areas like updated writers, cat software, real-time streaming, the capability to produce rough ASCIIs, rush jobs and the like. They're the same reporters who invested in added equipment for their remote setup, a professional looking backdrop, dressed the same in their homes as if they were on the job, at least from the waist up, right? Those who essentially were nimble and flexible enough to make the change seamlessly. And what impact does social media have in this professional culture? Oh my. You could host an entire podcast devoted to social media. I'll say this. I remain astounded at the posts that I see on social media from reporters who, it appears, don't have a clue as to how harmful their social media presence is to their careers. But rather than focus on those who are doing serious damage to their careers by posting derogatory comments about fellow professionals, court reporting agencies, lawyers, other court reporting technologies, and the list goes on. Let's focus instead on the socially appropriate. They would be reporters who serve as professional role models to the next generation of court reporters. They would be those reporters who take the time to give sound advice to their colleagues. They would be those reporters who aren't boasting about their latest accomplishments, about their last great paycheck, posting pictures of their paychecks, or their last compliment they received by a client. They would be the reporters who act as though they've been there before. Think of the people you most admire professionally. Something tells me they're maybe also the most humble people you know, the most generous with their time and experience, those who are distinguished experts within their field. There's something to be learned by what we see on social media, particularly in the court reporting groups. And I'll offer some advice to students who are already in these groups or are considering joining. If you feel by the comment shared 
that you've just walked into a cult-like atmosphere with negative Nellies, derogatory comments spewing, boasting reporters, sign out, just sign out and spend your time elsewhere learning from those who want you to succeed and be professionally fulfilled. Keep this in mind. How busy could these folks be who spend hours a day online complaining about the profession? Join groups where you learn from true professionals who are only too happy to encourage you because they want you to enjoy this great profession. And as for your own social media presence, keep in mind that employers absolutely check your social media before hiring you. A look into your social media profile reveals a lot about who you are and whether you'll make good judgment calls on the job. Let's get into a few key specifics. Do not post or repost vulgarities on social media. Refrain from showing too much skin on social media. I think that one's self-explanatory. Do not talk politics or religion. If you absolutely feel the need to do any of the above, my advice would be then use an alias screen name. Kathy, it sounds like there's a place for a course focused strictly on the aspect of professionalism in the academic world of court reporting. So how can, how can something like maybe an email address reflect on a young reporter's professional first impression? I know this question came from Darlene Dan, nice try. She <laughs> knows how much I harp on this topic with students. This piece of advice lands somewhere in the top three tips that I can offer students and working reporters. And it is this, your name should appear in full in your email address. For instance, jane.doe at gmail.com or john.smith at yahoo.com. Forget the acronyms or cute phrases or references to your skill sets. Keep it simple, your name. <clears throat> After all, don't you want employers to find you? For instance, don't include words like steno or real time or fast fingers or wicked quick. In doing so, you set yourself apart from no one. How many lawyers do you think are out there using an email address like I do law at yahoo.com or best lawyer ever at gmail.com. Your email is part of your brand and your brand name is your own name. Let's talk for a few minutes about the attributes that Planet Depots looks for when considering bringing a new court reporting graduate onto their roster and the role professionalism plays in those selections. Perhaps you can contrast how you would approach two similarly ranked graduates for addition to the PD team if there were only room to add one of those graduates. I think that's a good approach to this question, Darling, contrasting two candidates. With the internet now at everyone's disposal these days, I think every employer is expecting a candidate to know who the company is, who its owners are, who its leaders are, how long they've been in business, and why the candidate wants to work with that particular agency. I want to know why a graduate wants to work with Planet Depots, why they feel there's a good fit. 
Tell me if someone referred you our way or if you were told we're a great company to work with. That all matters. I want to hear about the goals of the candidate, where they see themselves in a year, two years, five years. Bottom line, I want to know what the candidate feels they can bring to the job. For example, an understanding of the requirements to do the job, like knowledge of their CAT system, an understanding of the importance of research, what they learned on their internship, an understanding that a court reporter, if they're doing their job well, is always learning. If there's an online form to complete, follow it up with a personal email. Give the employer a reason to follow up quickly with you. I think I speak for most court reporting agencies out there when I give you the following tips. Please do not send an email and ask me to call you and tell you about our company. I probably won't respond because it means that you didn't do your homework and you've put the onus on me to educate you. Please spell my name correctly. Please address me by name. Please spell check your email. After all, you're applying for a job as a court reporter. It's just a common sense approach and you'll be sure to get a quick response. So Kathy, as we wrap up this episode, do you have any other words of wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners about professionalism and how they can apply to work with Planet Depots? Sure, Dan. I would reiterate that professionalism encompasses a lot more than you think it might. Yes, it's about dressing appropriately, a good handshake and eye contact. We all know that. Professionalism goes much further than that to include time management, attention to detail, ability to meet tight deadlines, and a desire to learn, learn, and learn more. I mentioned in my opening that I learned that my fast typing skills had absolutely nothing to do with my success in court reporting, but rather my success had everything to do with my ability to process information. The more you know, the faster you process, and the faster you write, the faster you voice, and the faster you annotate. If you aren't learning as you go, you'll have a tough time processing, become stagnant as it relates to your professional growth. For those of you ready to graduate or close to it, we'd love for you to join us. You can either apply to Planet Institute or you can complete our online reporter profile at planetdepots.com or contact me directly at kathy.dlorenzo at planetdepots.com. Easy to remember, isn't it? That's because my name and that of the agency are in the email address. Kathy, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your wealth of knowledge and experience with our listeners. I believe you've provided them incredibly valuable information to help them successfully launch their professional court reporting careers. You're very welcome. Happy to be here. And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Kathy, for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you the next time on The Modern Court Reporter. <laughs>